0: Let's talk about credit card debt and four things you need to know if you feel like you're drowning in credit card debt. Of course, in a no guilt, no shame fashion, because not all debt is bad. But if you're drowning in credit card debt, here's what you need to know. So let's do this. This is the your money your life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sorka, a money confidence coach for female entrepreneurs on the path to six figures. After over 10 years in the personal finance industry and multiple personal financial and medical crises, I was fed up with the lies that are being shouted from the rooftops by the gurus and the media. So now I help you simplify, solidify and scale your money by blending tactile money strategies with mindset work you can create unstoppable finances. Together, you'll finally figure out the money thing so you can make more money in less time without living off of beans and rice or sacrificing your lifestyle. Episodes here on the podcast are short and sweet. Being married, having four kids at home, homeschooling, being a CEO, running the household. I'm kind of busy and I know you are too. So let's keep it simple and get to the point. Welcome, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. We are talking about four things that you need to know if you're drowning in credit card debt, because if you do this wrong, it can cause like lifelong impact. Not being dramatic, okay? We, mm, there's a lot of false information out there when it comes to debt and credit card debt and some of those things. There's a lot of gurus out there that talk about you got to get out of debt, you got to get out of debt, you have to get out of debt, and we all know that, like, that's not, well, hopefully you've heard me say by now, like, that's not necessarily accurate, okay? And there's a lot of um, extra emotions and guilt and shame that's brought in there that is irrelevant and not factual. There is a certain percentage of the population that, yes, they should be debt-free, and being Out of consumer debt isn't necessarily, like, it's not a bad thing, but there's smart ways and to leverage debt and to do things wisely. So just like shaming all that, no, that's not what we're doing, right? But you might have noticed with inflation, one of the things they're doing is raising the interest rates on credit cards. I don't know about you, but I looked at mine because I kind of keep track of that in one of my worksheet templates, my spreadsheets, what interest rate were charged on our credit cards, like what the interest is. And it went up 5% in probably 18 months or so since the last time I had updated that. So this is one of the ways that like they're trying to account for inflation. And this is one of the things that we can do to leverage against inflation, okay? Is being smart with our credit card debt. I'll get to that story in a minute. Okay, so first thing is, I don't want you closing accounts. Like really, do not close the account. And first thing is like closing credit card accounts does not change any of the interest that you're having to pay on an ongoing basis. It doesn't change any fees that you might accrue the only thing that it done is, is hurts your credit long-term because it sacrifices your length of credit history, especially if it's one of your longer accounts. Like that is something that you can never get back. That's where the lifelong impact factors in, right? And the other portion is like your total, your credit utilization. Now I have a training inside the academy that we go through like all the numbers and what this actually looks like, but the more credit you have available to you, like the total credit you have available to you versus what you've actually used is what your credit utilization is. Okay. So if you have the credit available and it's not fully utilized, that works in your favor, but the damage that you're going to receive, like by closing the credit card versus just having a high credit utilization, like there's a massive difference there. Just take the higher credit utilization if you need it right now. So, we keep we're gonna keep the account open because your credit's gonna take a ma- a major hit. If you're struggling with using the card and you don't need to be using it, um, of course, like we have to get to the core here. This is what we do like inside the academy. And there's several different programs that I help like walk through. We have to get to the point of like, why are we making the choices that we make? And that's why I shy away from doing some of these episodes, because I can give you all the step by steps and tell you what to do, but if we don't talk about why we're doing the things that we're doing and correcting those habits, it's not going to make a difference. But I had gotten a question recently in my Instagram DMs talking about this, or not only this, but talking about credit cards and like, okay, if I should close the account, like what are the repercussions? And that was something like, hey, we need to talk about this. So I wanted to have this as a resource, which is why we're talking about it. Okay. Um, If you were struggling using the card, one of the solutions is like just putting the card in the safe, like putting it out of reach, removing it from your PayPal wallet, removing it from uh, LastPass. will store your cards for you. That's where I have mine stored at securely. But removing those, removing it from those places so that you can't access it as easily, but it's on hand in case there was an emergency and you need it. The next thing that you need to know is paying them off strategically. Okay, so for most of my clients, we do the debt roll down method, which is where you list all of the debts out that you owe, lowest amount to largest amount. And we work that way, regardless of what the interest rate is. If you've got two accounts that are close, then we factor in the interest rate. Some of those things are there, but just being smart with it, with paying off the debt and doing it strategically, instead of like trying to pay it off at once, do that hardcore focus, but have the minimum amount, do, like scheduled as auto payments. So no matter what, you're not getting late fees because the account's not paid. We've talked about keeping the account open, no matter what. If they close the account, that's different. That's out of your control, right? But for you, closing the account feels like it's going to give you progress, but in reality, it hinders you. And again, we're going to work on like why we're feeling the way we're feeling this is like a bonus like we have to work through those emotions separately than just our tangible actions okay so leaving the count open we're taking the card away removing the temptation if needed we're gonna pay it off strategically which then we also need to look at like our habits this is like three or two to be Should have said these differently, but working on like the habits. Okay, what do we have in place to be able to use things smartly? Because again, it's not necessarily a bad idea to use your credit card, especially if you have a card set up to give you rewards. Credit cards are also notorious for working with you a little bit faster if there's ever fraud on your account. We've talked about one in four people experiences fraud. Some of those things factor in there, like that it's beneficial. And then if you're going to get rewards points. Why not use the red credit card versus the bank account? But then you have to have the habits built in place with your money management system to pay off the credit cards. And then you're not being charged interest on it. Okay. Got it. So changing habits. That was like two B, keeping the account open. Removing the temptation by removing the card to be changing habits there. Then we're number three was paying things off strategically And finally, we have to focus on what we can control. And this is where I want to share a story from when I was working at State Farm. And this was kind of crazy. This was early on in like my financial education literacy days. But with State Farm, they have a bank. So we did vehicle refinancing. That's actually where I got my first credit card was through State Farm. Uh, Checking accounts, they do all the things, okay? But with the car loans, I had a client that had a zero percent interest car loan. Okay. She it was legitimately zero percent interest for the full duration of the loan because a lot of times that's not like the if they present it as zero percent interest, it's not actually zero percent interest, okay, because of like fees and things that they tacked on. They just shifted the way the interest lo- works. But we looked at the paperwork together, it was truly a zero percent interest, interest loan. But the monthly payment on it was killing her. And it was so stressful to meet that high monthly payment. So what do we do? We refinance the car loan. So she went from a 0% interest car loan to a 2.3% interest car loan, With was what I was able to get her through the State Farm Bank. Now, there's a lot of people that would be like probably like shame I, I don't know trolls cancel culture whatever you want to call it like she went from a zero percent interest to just 2.3 like you weren't saving her money you charged her more money we focused on what we can control and what we could control was that monthly payment amount and that monthly payment made the difference for her and if it's the difference between being stressed out And feeling like you're out of control, you can't handle everything, that you're losing everything, to being confident, take the confident. Because when you're confident, you do the things that you need to to increase your income, to show up better, to do more than you would just because you got a 0% interest rate. So when we focus on what we control, and we talk about this a lot in the Combating Inflation workshop that I did Um, that's still available. I'll send, I'll put the link to it below in the show notes. If you want to check that out, but when we focus on what we can control, then everything makes a difference. We've got all the, I gave you the step-by-steps. Like these are the things that we need to do. We pay it off strategically being smart with removing the temptation, but then we didn't even talk about, stop worrying about the debt and focus on your net worth because like, that's the key there. But then that goes back to the emotions and our habits. You see how this all like factors in together do the things that you know you need to do, take care of it, focus on what you control, and get the support that you need to make the rest of it irrelevant. All right, that's what I've got for today. What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? Send me a message on Instagram at Amy I can't wait to hear from you. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I've got a special gift for you for sticking around to the end. And if you're tired of your finances being a mess, this is for you. What if you could take charge of your money without feeling overwhelmed, even if you're not a numbers person, even if you just don't know where to begin, even if you don't have the time, even if you failed in the past, and even if you don't wanna sacrifice your lifestyle. Take messy action and finally make progress with your finances without feeling overwhelmed, pinching pennies, or staring at a spreadsheet for hours with the 14-Day Money Mastery Action Plan. And when you use coupon code PODCAST, I'm going to give you 40% off. Just visit amyserka.com forward slash action and grab the 14-Day Action Plan for less than $20. All right. Talk soon.